I'm Vanessa Marshall. I play Harrison Dula on Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to Hanging with Team Kanan. to hang in with Team Kanan, where three rebel scumbags get together to gush over Star Wars Rebels, Kanan's hair, and much, much more. I'm Katrina Dennis, and with me are my co-hosts, Jonah Marie Macias. Hello, Jonah. Hello, Katrina. How are you doing, lady? I'm doing all right. It's Thursday. I'm talking to Star Wars friends, so I'm I'm happy. <laughs> Can't complain. <laughs> and with us is Jeremy Conrad. Hello, Jeremy. Hello. How are you doing? I'm great now that I've found out we're all going to be in San Diego this year. <laughs> oh, Team Kanan is officially coming to San Diego, so hopefully we'll have some kind of cool thing come out of that. I don't, I don't know. We'll plan something for you guys. Um, this week's episode is something special because it's our very first after the end of Season 2. So until fall, we're basically going to be exploring major themes from Rebels, the Clone Wars, and other places throughout the galaxy. And today is our Team Voss special dedicated to Jedi Master Quinlan Voss and our special guest is basically the character's biggest fan, Sal Perales. Hello, Sal. How are you? Hey, what's up, everybody? <laughs> I'm uh, doing great, and um, I got my uh, Voss hair full effect. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm ready to Fantastic. roll. <laughs> um, so tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, what do you do? Where can we find you? Uh, you can find, uh, we have a Facebook page called the Rogue Rebels. My family and I basically, we're Star Wars customers. We're part of the, uh, the Rebel Legion, Saber Guild, 501st, Mandalorian Mercs. All of us are in different, like my wife does, um, Sabine and Hera and Jess Pava. So she's in like Rebel Legion and then she does a Fem Trooper. So she's in 501st. Sabine counts as Mandalorian Mercs. You know, I'm in Saber Guild and Rebel Legion. Um, the kids, they do, you know, Ezra and Sabine. So we basically just go around doing a lot of charity events and cons in costume as Star Wars characters. We're pretty much awesome. known for being the, the rebels. <laughs> that is awesome. really awesome. You yeah. were in um, a video recently, the the uh, the April Fool, right? That was you, right? In the April oh, Fool's movie for IGN? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, yeah, that was yeah. awesome. Uh, it was Voss. It was not awesome. <laughs> it was so awesome. Because you thought it Can't was guys... real. Yeah. I thought it was You guys totally are waiting real. for that show, huh? Yeah. Me too. I saw <laughs> it and I and I thought, oh my God, this is so cool. And then I saw Sal and I'm like, wait. <laughs> and then I looked at the calendar. I'm like, oh gosh, it's April Fool's. <laughs> <laughs> that was basically oh, that was... it. The moment I saw Sal, I was like, ah. But it was it's. it's which is, I guess, not a good thing when you're, like, seeing someone you know. You just go, damn it, it's Sal. But it, <laughs> <laughs> it like, was, it oh, was... I'm so happy for him. It's like, this has got to be fake. Yeah. You hear that, um, Lucasfilm? 
if you guys want to keep a Voss show under wraps, just cast me and everybody will think it's like, oh, it's just Sal. It's just Sal being Sal. <laughs> oh, it's big. It's yeah, big. It's, there's no way this Voss thing is real. <laughs> I hope Voss gets more more attention in the new canon. Um, we're going to be talking about him a, a lot today. Um and I wanted to kind of kick off with you, all of your histories with the character. When did you first meet him? What was your first impression of the character? Uh, we'll kick it off with Sal. It was it was the old the the comics, the Republic comics that came out where he first showed up. And I just remember I was re- I'm I've always been a Star Wars fan, but that was the first time where I was like, "Hey, dude, it's a Jedi that looks like me." <laughs> so that became my Halloween costume for like three years, and that was before we really did Star Wars costuming. He was basically a Halloween costume. And the only reason I started joining the groups was because I saw other Jedi with custom lightsabers. And I'd been on the search for a Vosk. I was like, hey, where'd you guys get your lightsabers? Any chance I can get one that looks kind of like this? This is what I do. And they were like, dude, you should join us. And I was like, dude, I should. And then that was the beginning. That's but amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Good times. That's my Vosk story. That's awesome. What about you, Jonah? I was first introduced to Voss. I want to say it was through a comic, but I wasn't a very heavy comic reader, at least for Star Wars, I wasn't. So mm. I was familiar with the character and how he looked, but I did not know much about him um, and his personality. Although he did seem kind of broody. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, And it wasn't until Star Wars The Clone Wars where I was introduced to this surfer-type dude and... I, I just loved him from that moment on. And I thought, man, this guy is pretty cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you, Jeremy? Uh, just like the other guys, it was mostly the comics. And he, he didn't look like every other Jedi, so that was exciting. And uh, like Jonah, until I saw him on the... I didn't read a lot of the comics back then, but I did watch the Clone Wars, and I really didn't grasp the character really well until I read Dark Disciple, so mm-hmm. that's just me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. My, I, I actually found out about you know you know how people end up like at three in the morning on Wikipedia and they they end up scrolling through like fifteen different articles and find themselves in a completely different place. That's how I found out about Voz, and it was in like the very early days of Wikipedia. I was like, uh, or Wikipedia. I was um, I was very late coming on Voz, uh, and then the moment I found out about him, I thought he was the coolest dude in town, and. Then I saw him in Clone Wars, and I was like, this guy, is he's 100% awesome. So that's kind of how I grew into the character. And now he, he's a little different um, in the new canon, but I kind of really enjoy it. Uh, I think, I think right. that it gives a little accent to what he was before. Yeah, I wanted to talk a little bit about that um, with, with you guys. Uh, how do you feel about um, Legends Vaz versus now new canon Vaz? I think Sal should take that one. <laughs> yeah. All right, here we go. Here we go. This is a deep dive because <laughs> there's a lot of differences. And there's like a lot of, I don't know if you guys remember, but there was like a lot of complaints when Clone Wars came out with like, hey, Kenobi, how's Temple Life? You know, like that Voss, people were like, what is this like happy dude? <laughs> you know, because in EU Legends, he is kind of brooding and kind of like he's sarcastic, but it's like a dark sarcasm in a way. Mm-hmm. So they're both cool, but yes. the new canon Voss has levels that the other Voss never had. And mm-hmm. although like the legends, the comics have a great arc that he goes through, like, and they all hit a lot of similar notes. Like he sort of flirts with the dark side at times. 
He sort of, you know, um, ends up at Dooku's side for a time. He sort of is doing things that a Jedi is not supposed to do sometimes. But the way that Legends did it was it was real. It was almost like he was already like that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. If you remember in Legends, the story was that he's from he's a Kifar and they also they have their own little security or whatever you call it called guardians and usually the force sensitives also make great guardians so like their system has like this sort of weird allegiance with the jedi where they're like oh man they take our best people <laughs> so his aunt in order to try to like taint him from the jedi let him witness through his power of psychometry of touching things and seeing the events mm. his parents murder Oh. At, the, at a very young age so okay. she thought if she let him do that he would be like tainted by the dark side the Jedi wouldn't want him and then they, they could keep him as a guardian uh, so that's oh. in legends that's like why he's so brooding and, and not quite in flirts with the darkness in a way that the other Jedi don't mm. you know he's the Batman of the Star Wars universe yeah <laughs> exactly exactly with a little dash of Lobo I would say if you're talking about EU <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> They both have great hair. Yes. <laughs> you know, so we'll keep it with that. But the new one, he has like, I love his backstory in the new canon. Like in Dark Disciple talks about how he grows up in the, uh, in the temple and he just likes people. He likes hanging out with people. And he's like, hey, man, like it, it's almost like he's popular at the temple. Yeah. He's <laughs> eating Kenobi's food off of Kenobi's plate. <laughs> like. You know, like, he likes coming back to the temple because when he comes back from a mission, he likes to hang out with all of his friends, his Jedi friends. It talks about how he's like, he's like, oh, yeah, when he gets back in there, he walks through these halls where he did a lot of fights, some of them for a practice and some of them not. <laughs> you know, so there's like a real, I don't know about, I guess, happiness, but there's a real, like, home feeling of him as a Jedi and what it means to him. Mm -hmm. Versus the legends, how he's sort of always kind of been this outsider and he's always on missions with his master. And his master is like a lot more explained than legends, who's also mm -hmm. really cool. He's like the the spy of the Jedi. So that's why he ends up being like such a good spy and they both do underworld stuff. And, mm -hmm. you know, so that's like why he's supposed to be the underworld kind of Jedi spy. Yeah. Uh, Jonah, Jeremy? I, I kind of feel like he's... He's the most changed character from losing legends. I, 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 I feel that, like yeah. he, I feel like his backstory and just just the very nature of his character was changed almost more than anybody else's. Mm -hmm. Well, Maros has made the bad guys. We know how you feel about that already, Jim. <laughs> I, I don't want to go into it again. I don't want to be reminded. I've heard this argument before. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have a whole Barris Offie special one day. It's oh, gonna be very. Oh <laughs> I think most people also want to know when the Rex episode is gonna be. Oh, oh my that's... gosh! Forget that's it, in the guys. works. That's in the works. That's in the works. Yeah, I I I enjoy the star. I mean, like I kind of see them as two different guys in a way. Um, and I really like because uh, a lot of people I liked Vaz before, so when. I saw when I started getting introduced to new Vaz, uh, I, I was labeled as a traitor by two friends, oh, two friends no. who enjoyed Legends Vaz. And I was like, but I like this guy. Like, I would date this guy. Like, <laughs> he seems a lot more cool and chill and less murderous. 
but I, I, I really like both interpretations, and I really like how he was expanded upon in Dark Disciple, even though I really didn't expect him to be a focus character. I thought he would be more in the right. supporting role, but it was uh, an interesting even divide bet- between him and Ventress, and I wanted to talk a, a little bit about that, because he had uh, relationships in the expanded universe, but the the choice to pair him with Ventress was always very interesting to me and I didn't think it will work and then it did and I love them and now I'm obsessed with them. Me too. And <laughs> I know. So I wanted to get your thoughts on, on how they handled him going into a relationship, especially with someone like Ventress. So. Yeah, right off the bat, like, I know m- well, my wife never liked Kaleen. <laughs> she was like, who is this chick in fishnets and like little fishnets. booty shorts? And like, she was not, uh, to be fair, she's just not a fleshed out character. Mm, she yeah. was just like, well, I'm a little thief or whatever. And we'll hang out for a while. And then I really like you. And oh, by the way, I'm having your baby. And, you know, like there's a whole like story. But there are parts of that story that are really, really cool in the legends. Like if you remember, there's one part to where, um, you know, should I should I talk about old comic spoilers to you guys that haven't read oh, all the comics? Oh, no, that's fine. I'm yeah, not. go for it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Go for There's it. a really, really, really cool part that I like. Like, in the in the Legends, he survives Order 66. He's on oh. Kashyyyk. He gets blown up, but he kind of wakes. Like, he's not dead. He's just severely blown up. <laughs> yeah. So, like, you know, it, it's it's but it's a comic book blown up, so, like, it blows his shirt off. <laughs> he's just all buff running around with some burn dreads it's like oh you know, back's so, missing oh wait no there it is yeah and it's like and it's like you know on Kashyyyk the, the planet is so like is so grounded in nature and the force and stuff that he's able to um, I don't know if you guys know but Voss is kind of the Wolverine of the Jedi yeah. for a while like he loses his memory and he's not really sure like about a lot of things so when he's on the planet he starts recovering a lot of his memories through his connections to the force Mm. And so, like, mm-hmm. and after he gets blown up, he kind of survives by remembering his old lessons, like, from Master Yoda or things he taught Ayla or, like, mm-hmm. little things like that, which is a really cool piece. And then you don't know whether he lives or dies because he basically says, like, look, I can't stop the Sith. I can't do anything. All I can do is make sure that I take care of the rest of these clones on this little section and save this village so that that's my that's what the Force's plan for me is. You know, mm-hmm. that's the only thing I can do before I die. And so it's like, you know, he goes up to the last clone and like the clone shoots him and he kills him at the same time. So all you have is his little like it's like a little um, holo recording that he left that he sent to his wife. Mm. And it basically says, look, I'm sorry, I'm not going to be there for our son. I'm sorry, I'm not going to do this. I'm sorry, I'm not going to do that. Like, go find Thom. He'll put you in hiding. You know, you take him and and raise him as best you can. And, and with Thom, he'll be a great we'll survive this, you know but this is what the force has said for me. And then he's like, you know, through all the times we've been together, I don't think I ever told you, you know, and then all of a sudden you hear his voice and he's like, stop recording. And then she turns around and he'd walked in cause he wasn't dead. Uh, and he's like, I never, I never told you I loved you. Classic. And then there's like that <laughs> moment where she, like that's the first time he meets his son too. Aww. Cause she went off in hiding to give birth while he was still a general. So like he meets his son and then they choose to like stay in hiding on Kashyyyk and stuff. But mm. it's really cool. It's a cool moment. But like, that's the only really like she never adds anything to the story other than like, let's have a baby. <laughs> Asajj <laughs> is such a fuck. Uh, 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 <laughs> he's such she's such a well-rounded, interesting, <laughs> intricate, deep character. Yeah. That just that makes everything 
like the, their relationship is beautiful. It's and so it's devoted. great that yeah. he is able to bring out a side in her that she doesn't even know is there. And, you know, for a brief, albeit a brief time, he's able to bring out a happiness that she's never had in a weird way. You know what I mean? Like she's always been a slave to this or a slave to that or mm-hmm. someone who lost this or somebody who lost that. And he's able to, you know, the time that they're able to be together, I think he actually makes her happy. You know what I mean? I have feels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that's my favorite book in the world. <laughs> yeah, it's um, awesome. I'm probably biased, but <laughs> it's such. And I was one of the persons like you, Katrina. I was like, oh, man, like they're going to ruin the story. The story's mm-hmm. good. But what we got is so much. I don't want to say better, but I'm going to say deeper. Yeah. And it has so many levels to what's in the story. You know what I mean? Like, there's not, it's not one note. I felt like the EU Legends Voss, he doesn't really have an arc, kind of. He just comes to an understanding of the Force and what he's supposed to do. Mm. But there's no real arc. Like, this Voss changes. He's like, hey, Kenobi. And then all of a sudden, he's like, it caught and tortured and captured. And then all of a sudden, he's like, I want to turn my back on the Jedi for you. I want to stay with you. And then he's back in it. And he's trying to come up with a plan to save that. You know, like, there's so much to his character and there's so much places that I feel he can go. Dark Disciple yeah. 2. Dark Starring Disciple 2. More of us. Maybe he's in Rebels. I don't even know. But wouldn't it be awesome? I would, bet, I would bet he could show up in Rebels. That would be cool if he survived Order 66, yeah. What was he yeah. was he was mentioned in Revenge of the Sith, but they didn't did it mention where? I think they did. Salukamai. Was it? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. The Seleucami has fallen. Master Voss has moved his trips to Boz Bo- Pity. Boss Pity, yeah. that's what it was. That's yes. It yeah. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And yeah, yeah. I I'd, I'd love to know whether he survives. It it oh man, I really want that to happen. Remember Katrina, we had talked about that. We were like because there was that ship that Ketsu Onya Yeah, has. yeah, the ship I think it ended up being Ketsu. Yeah, uh, it's Ketsu's yeah, ship. Yeah. yeah. And and I was like, oh my god, it's in Vaz colors, and it's like Ventress's ship. I bet it's Vaz. Dude, I I thought the same I thing. Wish so I wish so hard. I, I think I had the same conversation with Jonah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was like, wait, wait. I I just heard the same thing from Katrina. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Going back, this is a funny little side story about that IGN video. Mm-hmm. They let me. They were like, well, what do you think he would wear? You know, because they were like, well, we want something that's going to look like. Like it was real. So I was like, oh, it's got to be Canon Voss. So I can't do any of my comic costumes. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, well, maybe I can like sort of mix it up. So I got like a Canon shoulder. And I said, what would Voss be? Because I always had this idea that in Dark Disciple, if you remember, when he's captured, she has his saber. Right. Yeah. So and you know, his power is he can like see, see the memories of the object. So I think in my mind, like I've thought about this a lot after <laughs> she's gone he keeps his saber, and every time he touches it, it reminds him of her, you know, Aww. of when Ooh. she was out there. Because all that would have is when she was out there looking for him. Like when she hired mm-hmm. Boba Fett and tried to find him, and like when she, you know, everything that she did I'm not crying. on her own. You're crying. Like, I, I'm, just, I'm, just so, I'm just over here like, yeah, every time he touches his saber, he thinks of her. Right. And like, that's her, like going to Kenobi and meeting with him in a bar and being like, dude, like, I, I'm, I'm even going to turn to the Jedi right now. Like, mm-hmm. will you help me get him back? And then I thought about, I said, what if I could take her? Because I have Ventress armor because my wife does Ventress. Because mm-hmm. we did Dark Disciple, Voss, and Ventress. That's right. So yeah, yeah. I said, hey, dude, what if he took like her shoulder piece and like wrapped it around his arm or something like that? 
And I did oh. it, and it <gasps> didn't quite work, but I thought that would be another way that he could keep a piece of her with him. I didn't like how the colors looked. Mm. Like, it looked a little too off. Mm. And I couldn't get it to work right with the timetable that I had. But that was another mm. idea that I had. Like, he would take her her blue snake, you know, uh, oh, shoulder plate. yeah. And, and wear it. Aww. That's so know. sweet. That's so beautiful. See, if the show, if the show was real, then you would see that. Jeremy's all bitter. Yeah. Right. No, no, I'm no. very Coming bitter. September, Jeremy, keep keep your eye on Netflix. See what I'm going to. I'm going to be the only one in line for that panel at San Diego. <laughs> 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 you, should, you should just like wait, when when you're there, just like wait until Sal gets there and be like, "Are you sure that that?" That he thinks of her every time he touches his saber. Cause... Yeah, see, let's see. <laughs> Somebody got that joke. Thank you. I did. I did. It rolled in. It rolled in a little late after I had said the word awe, and then I was like, ah, it's too late to laugh at it. So <laughs> <laughs> already ruined. It's already ruined. Yeah, I, I I love Boz as a character because he's got he's so different from from the Jedi, and um, I wanted to touch a little on his relationship with Obi Wan because that was the other other major canon relationship that he has right now uh and and, and kind of talk about uh, what how, how do you guys feel about that weird friendship relationship love hate thing they've got going on uh sal it's perfect like they play off each other in such a <laughs> brotherly it's, it's way. exactly yeah because mm-hmm. voss is a little more in a weird way he's a little more like qui-gon yeah you know what i mean like they don't always follow the rules although qui-gon does it in a different way like very different way, <laughs> very different you know, way. <laughs> yeah, they both like kind of play by their own rules. They both just do what they do. They don't exactly always agree with the count. Like he's almost Qui Gon and Anakin at the same time. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like so, there's Obi Wan has is such a you know a traditional Jedi, but he has these relationships with everyone who is so off the beaten path from him that I feel mm-hmm. like it's almost like his nature to like. He just has patience for these fools, like, <laughs> nonstop. Like, you know, in episode one, he's like, Master, do not defy the council again. Like, you know, like, he's even talking crap to his own master. Like, who does that? <laughs> like, you would be Probably on the council. The ultimate Jedi babysitter. Yeah. Yes. He's babysitting his master. Then he's babysitting. We will not go through this exercise again. And he will deal with your place, young one. <laughs> then it's like, he's dealing with her and Ahsoka. And then, you know, Voss is over there stealing his fries. Yes. <laughs> You know, like tater just, tots. Yeah, it's it's constant. You know what I mean? But I I feel like their relationship is a little more brotherly than Anakin because mm-hmm. it's not like there's a weird I don't want to say disrespect, but there's definitely like a fraternal like they've grown up together at the same time. Yeah. Like yeah, Anakin yeah. and him were father son until they became brothers at mm, a certain point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. These ones were just always brothers. Who were the different brothers? <laughs> they came up lightsaber fighting at the same time. Obi Wan was like sitting down Indian style while Voss was doing handstands in a corner, probably. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, uh, Obi Wan was the one telling the teacher when Voss was trying to do flips off walls or whatever. You know, like. So there's there's a real like I don't know like there there's a different bond there, but it's perfect and it's funny and it's so believable for the characters, as in who they are, and it's hilarious. Even yeah. in that that episode, that one episode that we got when Voss uh, kicked down the door, and, and what was Obi Wan's response? Yeah, Voss, someone lives here. <laughs> All of their interactions are just comedic gold. Yeah, my favorite <laughs> yeah. is that like Voss doesn't even say anything. Yeah, I 
He says, Voss, someone lives here. And Voss just runs in. Yes. Like, he's like, I ain't got time for that. Yep. That's my favorite part of the book, though, is when, I mean, that's how strong their bond is that Obi-Wan's the one who stands up for him. Yes. Right. But yeah. Obi-Wan, like, this is the, um, like, the Clone Wars Jedi are severely flawed. You know what I mean? So yes. in that book, especially, Kenobi is the epitome of what the Jedi are supposed to be. And mm-hmm. I think in that book, especially, Mace signifies what they are and why they fail. Right. Like, he can't yeah. get it through yeah. his head. Everything that's supposed to be done, he can't get through his head and votes against. He's the one who suggests they should kill Dooku. He's the one who's, like, not, will not work with Asajj because of who she, you know, he's the one who can't get his head around mm-hmm. their traditions and their ways and their, and Kenobi is the one who's listening to what the Force is telling him and almost in a weird way using some of his attachments mm-hmm. for, for good, you know, for, for right. Mm-hmm. He's like, look, like, she's not, she was a Sith. She's not anymore. She's got just as much a reason to hate this fool as we do. And since the beginning, he's the one who's like, nope, I don't think this is a good idea. Just so everybody knows, it's <laughs> not he, a good idea, guys. He also had a sense of responsibility towards uh, Voss right. because he was the one who recommended him. Right. He recommends yep. him, mm-hmm. but he's against the idea. So yeah. it's like a weird thing. But I still think like overall, and, and mm-hmm. Mace is just a jerk in all the movies. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but like in this book, especially like you just want to punch that fool. So true. Yeah, I am not. Seriously. I have never been team with you. I, I definitely no. I I was I was watching Revenge of the Sith. Um, I, I ended up watching Revenge of the Sith a couple days later, and I was looking as Vaz was uh, uh thrown out the window, and I was just like, "Well, that's what you get, dude. Like you just <laughs> kind of a jerk. Nobody's gonna feel bad for you." So I I, I totally agree. Vaz is like over the top terror terrible in this book but it's it shows how far deep they've fallen but yeah, did you guys have any other thoughts uh before i moved on to the final bit uh i wanted to say something quick about Voss, and i can't remember so it's yeah so you're good to go oh, no. <laughs> good looking oh Aww. he is very handsome <laughs> yes it's so handsome do you we, we do Jeremy? like him tall, dark, and handsome and with great hair on this show so oh, and, okay well yeah we have to talk about his hair Oh yeah, Vaz's hair. Yes, so, this is so, what. Yeah, yeah, because I I thought, man, if he was in Rebels, he would get along with Kanan so well because they've got the hair action going. <laughs> no, but he would. But they would always have his hair in like buns and crap. <laughs> <laughs> you want I don't it think flowing, Voss, Jeremy? Bun would kind of be cute. As a Voss uh, costumer, I don't think Voss will do the bun. No bun. <laughs> I'm saying, I don't think so. No man. I've thought bun. about this a lot. I don't think I don't think Voss would have. The old man bun. Even in that one Star Wars Tales Dark Horse comic, he has straight up <laughs> old man dreads. <laughs> he does. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, go away, yeah. little Han Solo. <laughs> but he could he could put it up in those like that one of those like big ponytails, like the big dread ponytails. Like yeah. the high ones. And he'd also be a great character. Oh, man, I really want them to introduce him because he's played with the dark side. And that's sort of what Ezra's doing right now with with the Sith holocron. So he's someone that can he can learn from or, you know, ask questions <laughs> like, hey, so what that one time when you <laughs> fell to the dark side, what did you do to get out of it? <laughs> He's like, easy. Uh, do you have a Ventress? Do you have a Ventress? <laughs> yeah. Oh, 
Oh no! Ah, oh, crap! Yeah, I don't know so what to sorry, do. Then. Kid, I got a girlfriend. <laughs> I, I, I could just picture him like Chris Farley of Saturday Night Live and just being like, "So you remember that one time where you went to the dark side? <laughs> that that was awesome. That was awesome." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would love to see Vaz pop up in. I would just love to see that Vaz survived Order sixty six. Like, yeah, definitely. Like, yeah. That about wraps up our thoughts on Quinlan Vaz. Uh, before we go, I wanted to say that we got an email. What? This never happened. <laughs> our dear friend Patty, uh, who listens to the show, wrote in and said, Hope I'm not too late. What do you think of Kanan's growth from the first episode to now? Uh, if you guys, if my co-host would like to summarize that in one or two sentences, uh, I'd like to go down the line. Uh, Jonah. His growth from episode one to now. Um, he's grown. That I know. <laughs> um, no, seriously, he's grown as a teacher for sure. I think that was one of the things that people were complaining about a lot towards the very beginning, that he didn't know what the heck he was doing. Obviously, for obvious reasons, he didn't know. Um, and he's gotten to the point where he is truly that teacher that Ezra uh, needed. Uh, and even though Ezra's at that point where we don't know what he's going to be doing i think kanan is going to impart a lot of wisdom especially now that he's at a point himself where i don't know what i'm saying anymore jeremy you take it from here please i mean <laughs> When we first met him, he he kind of was standoffish, and he didn't want to be part of the rebellion, and he just wanted to run little missions on, you know, on their own, just with the ghost crew, and just now he's part of a full blown rebellion, and he's shows all kinds of emotion with Hera and their relationship, and he he's he's become a Jedi Knight. He's a he's a full Jedi Knight now. I mean he. He was not that before. He didn't know how to teach Ezra at all. He Mm-mm. didn't know what he wanted to do with his Jedi relationship with Ezra. And now it might be too late. And but he but he 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 still believes in Ezra and that's the most important part of Kanan's character now, especially considering what happened to him in the finale. Yes, that's the, exactly the what I wanted thing, to say. The, the one <laughs> he knows the one thing he can still control is keeping Ezra on the side of the light, and I think he's going to succeed. Awesome. Uh, do, you, do you have any thoughts, Sal? Uh, yeah, he's 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 not a cowboy Jedi anymore. He's just a mm. Jedi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, Perfect. like he's he was running from his life for so long. He's finally become the Jedi that he was supposed to be. It's almost like his life got put on hold by Order sixty six. And he's mm. finally caught up to where he's supposed to be now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. he, he went in another direction for a long time. He got kind of lost. So it's really, really cool to see that he's back. And he's connected to the Force now more than ever, I think. Mm-hmm. And good thing, too, because he's probably going to need it. <laughs> yes. yes. You know, so I can't wait to see where he goes from here. And, yeah, he's still there to um, show Ezra the path. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The one thing um, I was yeah, trying absolutely. to say. <laughs> <laughs> you outwisdomed yourself. <laughs> I absolutely agree with, with with all of you guys. Um, I really like that Kanan has become such a relatable character. Um, I think that he is easily one of the most 
Uh, and I, I hate to make this claim because it's such a big one, but he's easily one of the most very human people where he has looked back on his life and he has made mistakes and he gets up and continues and becomes a better person no matter what, um, even if, if he had been away or, or off his path for a while, he kind of comes back and, and and he's back in the game and now he's this Jedi knight and he's just all grown up. I'm so proud of him. Um, <laughs> But I think that's about it uh, for this week's show before my mic decides to explode on me again. Um, where can we find our guest, Sal? Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram as Sal I Make Music, all one word. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on Facebook too, but um, look for our page, for our costuming page is Rogue Rebels on Facebook. So just look for that. I also write for Making Star Wars, and I'm on Now This Is Podcasting, so... Want to hear us all? Yeah. Want to hear us all talk about Star Wars? There's plenty of it going on over there too. Yeah. Jonah, where can we find you? Um, you can find me at Blue Jay Guys on Twitter and at thewookiegunner.com. And sometimes I just don't know what I'm saying. So, <laughs> so you, you can find me at you know anywhere. You can find me and Jonah nowhere. Anywhere. And nowhere. <laughs> yes. How about you, Jeremy? You can find me on Twitter at Jeremy Ohio. At some point, you can find my writings at bleedingcool.com again. And uh, Katrina, really quick, I would like to announce our contest. Yay! Contest. Okay, so I have a lot of Star Wars junk. Like, a lot of Star Wars junk. (laughs) And I decided, as a thank you to our wonderful Team Kanan fans, that I would give it all away to them because I don't want it in my house anymore. (laughs) So there's going to be two ways to win. Um, You can either email us at our email address, which Katrina is going to say right now. (laughs) Contact hwtk at gmail.com. Or, and the preferable way, would be if you could leave us a review on iTunes and then take a screenshot of it and tweet it at me with the hashtag Jeremy's Cleanout. (laughs) <laughs> um there's all awesome. kinds of there's all kinds of good prizes there's some loose uh force awakens figures there's some rebels buttons there's rebels posters um the big prize which i'm going to use um, i haven't decided how i'm going to pick the winner yet is a sideshow collectible six scale r2d2 figure oh wow so are, are, are team Kanan members allowed to play as well <laughs> Uh, no. Dang it! I, I will know if Darn you send it. an email, Jonah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, everybody have until April 30th to enter, and good luck. No one's going to awesome. know Re- Rex's wife at gmail.com. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> and also, I will give uh, preferential treatment to people who tweet their review at me and say that the best part of the show is the old Rex impression I do. <laughs> no, oh, gosh. That's 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 cheating, Jeremy. That's cheating. Um, so again, you guys, we're going to be repeating that throughout the week so that you guys can all catch up. But uh, yeah, win Jeremy's stuff because it's awesome. And who would ever say no to free Star Wars stuff? Um, if you guys have thoughts, comments, uh, and other awesome stuff, you can also hit us up at contact hwtk at gmail dot com. And if you're looking for our past episodes, you can find us on iTunes and thewookiegunner.com. dot com. I have been Katrina Dennis, they have been Jonah and Jeremy, and this has been Team Kanan. Until next time, may the Force be with you. <laughs>